Give it to the sleeve. Let yes. him have it. Let yeah. him have it. Give it on. <laughs> we got a cracking episode again this week. We've got story of the week, which is from Bridge in Flinders Island, uh, telling us an amazing story, but from up north. Also, question time. We've got a few people want to ask you a few questions, Herb. So, yes. one about tinny rats. Yeah, we got a bit of that going on. <laughs> Don't laugh because I know I reckon you might have been one back in the day. <laughs> but first up, we are joined by a celebrity. He is fantastic. A lot of people know him as Busby Maru, but he doesn't want to know about singing. singing. He just wants to know about fishing. He loves it. Yeah, you know that one. Beautiful. There's so many great songs, there's no doubt about it. And joining us. You can listen to this all day, can you? Oh, I love it. When it's not Absolutely. Oh, well, we can't sit there and listen to it all day. We're not day. here to talk no, to about got... singing, Spider. <laughs> We're <laughs> here to talk fishing. And he'd prefer to talk fishing Excellent. than music. Jeremy from Busby Maru. How are you, I'm very good. We do want to talk fishing, everything about fishing. It's been a passion for yours. What's been a passion longer, music or fishing, or do they just go hand in hand? Oh, they definitely go hand in hand. Um, you know, how many fishing trips do you go with without a guitar? Oh, uh, oh I don't know that I can take my guitar out in the boat. It's worth too much money to me. Uh, there's always some sort of music getting played, but they do go hand in hand. Definitely, definitely. And, mate, you're in central Queensland, your Poon area roughly? Yeah, yeah. I live in Rockhampton. Your Poon's just down the road, so we're... We're pretty lucky here. We've got, you know, the Fitzroy River that runs up the middle of town. Big barra threadies. Right, some of the biggest barren threadies in Australia. And then we've got the, the reef, you know, we've got the Keppel Islands and the and then the, the Great Barrier. Group. Yeah. Just, just there. Yeah, they're yeah. just there. So what is your, like, and I've done a lot of study. I've never fished Rocky, and I know just in the middle of town there, they have, like you said, some of the biggest barra and thread They walk fin down salmon. the street. They yeah. walk down the street in Rocky. They jump over the bridge for fun. Yeah. <laughs> but um, there's some big rock bars in there. And, and I mean, so what's your best barra out of there? Surely you've been in there hunting them. Well, funny enough, I've never caught one over a metre. Um, Ooh, I've, I've caught meter. plenty of them. I've caught plenty of them, but I haven't cracked the metre yet. And they they stopped netting in the Fitzroy oh, maybe eight years ago yeah, now. It was a while back, yeah. And um, I've fished all through the Northern Territory, you know, um, in some of those hot spots that they carry on about. Yeah. And dead set, there were, there's more barra and bigger barra in the Fitzroy than there is anywhere wow. in Australia. Yep. And this is, Absolutely. what, eight hours north of Brisbane? Yeah. By yep. car. Yeah, so it's not that far, is it? 45 minute flight and you're there. Wow. So, yeah, I've, I've watched a lot of the big threadies and that. Now, out of the river, I just want to talk. Yeah, can I just ask real yeah, quickly, go on, go on, for the punters there. out there, what's a threadie? Threadfin salmon. Threadfin okay. salmon. All right, all yeah, right. They got just... whiskers like a cat. Yeah, okay. They do. They grow very big too, and they're fun to catch, aren't they? Oh, they fight like a freight train, mate. They, they, yeah, they'll peel the line off you. Yeah, yeah, too right. We get them in the Brizzy River, and and I suppose that's as far south as you sort of get them. But um, eating qualities, I'd go threadie over a barrel. You, you agree? I, I wouldn't go that far. Oh, but, hey! uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have eaten them, don't you worry. Yeah, yeah, they're not bad chewing. Can I ask, um, you know, that area, what do you what do you prefer? What kind of fishing and what kind of gear do you take? Um, you know, what kind of setup do you take out in the water? Have you got a, a boat for inland, boat for outside, or what is your kind of key that's a good setup? Question. Thank you. Herbert. I've got an, I've got I've got a nice penny that's great for the 
Great for the Fitzroy. Um, the Crabbin, the Crabbin up here is amazing too. Yeah. So um, depending where I am, and if I'm just going up the Fitzroy, depends who you talk to too. But if you talk to some a barra guru, they'll talk about the perfect lure and the right pitch. Mm. And but I'm more of a um, go throw the cast net, get a live prawn or get a live oh. mullet, put it on, throw it at the back, have a beer, put the music on, and wait. Oh, oh, stop it! Stop, stop it! Herb's, stop Herb's it. in love. Herb's starting oh, to blush. Man, you're a man of my own heart. He I'll wants tell you. To, That's a great day, isn't it? For Herb, your liveys. Herb's just chucking on the wedding dress. He's ready to get married. <laughs> I'm with you, mate. I don't mind a bit of lure fishing, but to have a livey out and see that thing get smashed on a, I don't know what, a light bait casting rod, how you're having a stub. There's no better way of life, is there? No, there's not. And, you know, I, um, I'm i always talking, and because there's a lot of barra fishermen that travel all around to the, you know, to the Fitzroy to come and catch that big barra, and they... They, you know, they, they brag a bit, oh, you, t- you take bait on board. Oh, you're one of those guys. I'm like, absolutely one of those guys. And I'm like, yeah. I'll drink a lot of beer doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing like a froppy. I say to the lure guys, are you a placo man or a hard body? There's a lot of, there's a lot of gobnobblers out there chucking their placos around in there, I tell you. Oh, it makes me go, why do you do it? thousand casts. Well, they're having a thousand casts. I've had eight beers and hooked three barrel on a bloody cut of liveys. I mean, come on. But I want to talk to you too, mate. I know you're a great muse on stage and all that, and that's fantastic. But you are a good fisherman. I've seen you on telly fishing the reefs out there, and I've done a bit of fishing out there on the bunker group, Upper Sykes, Gufferies, Fitzroy Reef and all them places. How magical is it to go out there for a couple of nights with a few mates in a bit decent boat you're sleeping on and fish that reef out there? It's oh, it's it's unbelievable. You nailed it. Um, well, the beauty of this place is it's not far. You know, you can jump in it. You you drive you drive sixty k's and you're sitting on it. Um, mm-hmm. which isn't isn't far compared to other places. But um, when, when you're on the reef, um, it's one thing fishing. You're jumping in the water too. Oh. you're getting there and it's another it's another world. But um. We're, we're, we're bloody spoilt up here. I know that much. Aren't we white? Yeah, yeah. You, you, absolutely you are. Where, If you could and you've been lucky enough to have fish other places of Australia, where else do you like to fish? Mate, Murray Island, up where I'm from, up in the Torres Straits. Yeah, um, right. It's it's one of the best fishing, in my opinion, in the world. And I've taken a couple of guys up there, um, you know, professional fishermen up there, and took them out on the water. And you're on the you're on the, the very northern tip of the Great Barrier, off of the beaches. You're catching Spanish the size of your body, and then you duck out to the reef itself. And we're catching one meter, oh, a meter eleven, I think trout, trout. You don't no. you don't even hear, you don't hear trout over a meter, but there are. No. Uh, there's plenty of, you know, that, that kind of reef fish out there. It's beautiful. It's just amazing. Unless you're going out the Coral Sea at Ken Reef or something like that, you get them big trout. But up in the top of the Barrier Reef, they get that big, eh? Oh, they're huge. Let me call them big dino traps. Would I don't you see keep, them on these reefs. Yeah, would you keep one that big to eat, Jeremy? Or nah. would you just cigaterra, stay away from it? Not sure what the cigarette in, but we just generally let the big ones go. Um, let them there's plenty, plenty of smaller ones there we can chop up for a feed, and they're good eating too. Well, How good a trout. Yeah, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, oh, there's a bit of contra now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> go on. There's a couple of things I want to get. Like your ultimate cooking, like how would you prefer or which is your ultimate way to cook a piece of fish and what fish is it? Or oh, seafood. Mate. It's uh, my ultimate fish is a, a tusky, a blue tooth. Oh yeah, um, or a, a parrot fish, I think. That's yeah, what you might call parrots. Well. Yeah, 
that meat is so white and fluffy. Mm. It, um, it's it it makes look in my opinion it makes trout and red emperor look um look. Can I swear on this? Can yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Don't forget. <laughs> Tastes like shit. Like seriously, <laughs> I, I, I really am good pasty. Um, yeah, shit's over everything. I think you're right there. I've eaten trout and red throat and red emperor and all that. And yeah, when you get a tusky, you hold that one close to your chest. So you don't share it. You don't let the mates <laughs> even know. You slip that in your own eskin tape. It's just another red throat. We'll add it to the tally. You know what I'm saying? But and, it, and it's, it's a bit like a good whiskey or a good bourbon you're drinking. Ooh. You don't want to overdo it. You know, I just chuck it with some salt and butter. A lot of butter in a pan, and it's you, you can actually taste the fish. It's not like you're chucking yeah. it in or ruining it with some sauce. You, it's wouldn't, just you wouldn't even ruin it with a salad, would you? <laughs> I mean, all you'd have with it is a good cold great northern and a beautiful piece of blue bone sitting on your plate. I mean, why ruin it with a bloody salad? You'd have to be an idiot. Oh, yeah, I'm safe. Uh, and for dessert, you'd have another piece of tusky, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Followed up with another great northern and maybe a scotch and a little bit of soda and a squeeze of whatever lime you got left over. Oh, let's face it, we're not here to ruin it. This is bloody good quality stuff. Um, it is fascinating. Have you done much out on the swains out there because you're pretty close to that? Mate, it's, uh, I, I have, I've been out there, but we don't have to go. 300 k's off off um, off Roslyn Bay, where I'm sort of situated. So, I haven't done a great deal, but I mean, the the, the amount of reef between here and there. If if you went fishing and didn't catch a fish between here and there, you should probably give it up. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, I should go and give it a crack. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you got a tip for anybody out there, people that are fishing, um, what is your best tip? You reckon? Oh, I think it's definitely not overthinking it. It, it. It's meant to be a fun sport. It's meant to be relaxing. It's something I do when I'm off tour and I need to wind down. Uh, you'll talk to some guys and they'll talk about the right bait and the right rods. If you've got a bait in the water, you're having a good time. Exactly. Yeah. You couldn't have said it better. I would have said the best tip about fishing is enjoy it. Absolutely. Love well, it. that sums it up pretty good. I think we went out spot of that. We went. Well, we were meant to go fishing and we ended up around a campfire on Keppel Island and I don't think much fishing got done. We didn't do any fishing, but no. I'll tell you what, we drank those froffies. Oh, that happens with Spider a fair bit. Oh, God, he's, he's done it to me a few but times. Just really quickly on that, Great Keppel is an unbelievable area. Oh, mate, it's, it's yeah. No, it's because it's so close. We love it. There's people up in arms about it. Should it be developed? Should it not be developed? Is someone going to go in and get the resort up and going? I love it the way it is. I can go over there and find an island. And it's not just Great Keppel. There's North Keppel. There's Humpy Island. There's about 14 different little islands in, in, in the Keppel Island group. So you can rock over, the, over there and find a beach to yourself, you know, and every that, weekend. That's only about 15 k's off your poon or something, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yep, it's real close. So, and, and out on these islands, you get some <laughs> massive GTs popping around the impact points of the tidal runs around the, and the eastern sides of these islands. Massive big GTs on poppers and stuff, don't you? Oh, yeah, the GT buster, Benny Jones, he comes up here a couple times a year and he throths about how good the, the GTs are up here. They're, they're everywhere. They're not, they're not my target fish because you've got you to pop from them and you've got to keep casting and my arms aren't that strong these days. So 
And you, yeah, you um, need three they're, arms. They're everywhere. You haven't yeah. got a spare bedroom, have you? I think Herb's just falling in love. I can <laughs> oh, see he's the twinkle up. in his eye. I'll bring me just... mates up. We'll play a few tunes <laughs> together and go fishing and drink cans all day. I can't wait. <laughs> hey, have you, Jeremy, have you got any stories that, uh, you know. Something dangerous. Just something just didn't go quite right as it was planned, but you got away with it. That pretty much sums up fishing. Um, a lot of it doesn't. <laughs> a lot of a lot of it doesn't go to plan, especially if um, you got the boat involved. There's always something that goes wrong. The fuel line's not working, or the batteries go flat. Oh, oh look, I've been stuck a long way out with um, you know ra- you know power goes down on board. You got no radio. Um, it, can, it can get a little scary. Um, Definitely. And the, I mean, I mean, plenty of stories where I've been out a long way and. And the, the weather changes. Um, that, that's that's a, a, a scary a scary thing too, because it can go from being glassed up like you're in a swimming pool mm. to uh, you're in the perfect storm. And it's, yeah. um, you always, when you get home safe, you're always laughing about it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know I've had this happen to me too before, Jeremy. What's the first thing you look at? And I know what I look. As soon as something breaks down the boat, you're a long way from home. The first thing you do. <laughs> look which way the shore is. Oh, no, I look in the esky and see how many beers I've got left. <laughs> i got to make sure I can at least get a good night's sleep that night, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Help will come. It'll be all right. Oh, bloody hell. Hey, Jeremy, really appreciate your time. Yeah, um, awesome, mate. We love it. We know you love it. You're passionate about your music, but also passionate about uh, your fishing, and you live in a great area to be able to achieve it. Uh, thanks, mate. Thanks for having me. Like I said, I'd rather talk about fishing any time over talking about music. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> oh, you're a man of my own heart, I tell you. Well, it's bloody good to talk to you, mate. And uh, thanks for all your info and, and your chat. And I uh, hope everything goes good for you down the track. And uh, I'm going out fishing tomorrow. You got me keen. <laughs> Lock it in. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks, Jeremy. Over. Ask Herb anything you want. Make sure you head to our socials if you want to ask Herb a question. Maddie in northern New South Wales, what's your question for Herb? Yeah, g'day, Herb. Now, I'm just wondering about the uh, all these tinny rats that are flying around causing havoc oh, on the internet. Oh, tinny. Here we go. Oh, he's not happy. Yeah, Thanks, g'day, Maddie. Maddie. Wow, what a question. Um, yeah, look, it is one of these topics that do we get rid of them? Can we stop oh. them? I don't know that you can. Look, they're just kids having fun. I mean, some of them probably don't even have a it's license. It's dangerous, Herbert. It is dangerous. It is dangerous. And if they keep away from everybody else and they hurt themselves, that's not our problem. Yeah, it's no. Yes, it is. But it's no, it's still not. dangerous. Well, it is dangerous. And I mean, but the one thing that's dangerous, if you, if you don't have a boat license, you can uh, master a boat. You can drive a boat if as long as it's six horsepower under. Yeah, but they just changed the stickers. Exactly right. Exactly right. They've got 25 horsepowers on these little 10-foot tinnies and they're blasting around up on their tails. They can't see where they're going. They are doing maddies. If they stayed away from swimmers, fishermen, or even give them a damn, give them a lake to go out and do maddies on flat out. That's just... It's like giving... And I know you you look at the road rules and say, okay, all these people drag racing, give them a drag strip. Okay, people are still going to do it. Well, I mean... Did you ever do it? Yes. When I was a young bloke, we had a tinny with a 25 and we did Maddies, I suppose. There wasn't as many people around then but Spider. It was all right for our era. But what do you mean? It's all right to go in between fishermen and flick water up on them and, no. and cause danger to everyone? No. You don't know that these people, these kids don't know the waterways like true fishermen do. 
No, or anyone with experience with a bit of age on That is true. They don't know the waterways. They can't read it as good as someone with a bit more experience. I never went close to fishermen, swimmers or beaches or people's pontoons and new boats. Because it's not only in the broad water around different areas. It's all around Australia. New South Wales. Yeah, think of some of these lake systems. Think of the mighty Murray and the Murrumbidgee River. Bidgee River, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it is. It's everywhere. And I suppose what are the kids going to do? I'm not defending them here. Well, but yeah, I, you're not bloody looking, you know. Well, I'm, I'm not defending I'm fence. not sticking up for them. I mean, it's one of them things, isn't it? Kids are going to go out and have fun. I'd say to all the kids, go out and have fun with a bit of responsibility. And if you're a parent of these kids, you should be teaching them well before you give them a boat. A okay. bit of water etiquette. Teach them how to use a boat properly. Teach them a bit of respect for others. And if they don't find it, give them a good, swift kick up the backside. Now, I know you're a massive fan of punishments if you're doing the wrong thing. Yes. If they get caught doing, what do you call them? Maddies. Maddies. If you catch a 16-year-old or a 14-year-old doing maddies with an engine over six but got six on it, should we be allowed to crush that boat? Yes. Yes. Yes, I believe so. If they're doing the wrong thing, their parents have let them do the wrong thing. If they're under 16, they don't have a boat license, they've got an engine over six horsepower, definitely that boat should be crushed and the motor, or maybe not crushed, but taken away and sold to someone who's going to use it properly. Well, Herbert, it is time for Story of the Week. I and it. I know you love it. I love it. Every, and every week. I've got a special guest. Now, I did radio for years and years. With Bridget. Now, no you know way. Bridge. Yes. Yeah, she's in living off the grid in Flinders Island in uh, just above Tasmania. Beautiful part of the world. But she still has phone reception. She's still able to actually charge her phone. Yeah, well, that's not quite off the grid, is it? Semi off the grid. Semi off the grid. But she's with us right now. Uh-huh. Bridge. <laughs> Hello, yeah, Bridgie. Look. Hello, my favourite two blokes in the whole wide world. Yes, I may not have an indoor toilet, but I can charge my phone. That's <laughs> technology, isn't it, eh? Now, we know <laughs> you loved your fishing. You loved your fishing. And yes. tell us a couple, tell us a story uh, when you went out and you maybe, oh, well, you tell the story. You know which one I want to hear because Herbert hasn't heard no, it. I haven't heard this. Now, you're, this was up in Cairnsbridge because you come from up Cairns, didn't you? You lived up there a long time. Look, I, as Spider knows, I have a very good track record of uh, dating some pretty crazy men in my life. And this bloke in particular, he didn't have a car. Um, but Did he, he have teeth? <laughs> um, actually, he had a few that weren't his. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> as long as you didn't find them on the side of the road. <laughs> he may have. Oh. He may have. Uh, but he uh, he was managing one of the islands out there, so I called him my knight in shining tinny. So I lived on the beach front, and he would pick me up in the bush chook. Now, the bush, bush chook, chook. <laughs> the bush chook was a 15-foot flat-bottom punt, oh. and this guy had no fear, absolutely no fear. So he'd be like, righto, let's go. We'll go out to the reef. We'll bottom fish for the bottom dwellers, we'll get some red emperor, we'll, we'll pack some handrails, we'll pack an esky, we'll roll up the uh, mattress, we'll have an umbrella, and off we go. So whenever we went what out... What can go that, wrong? What could possibly go wrong? This was also the bush chook that would go in the croc-infested waters and we'd camp in that at night too and you'd shine the torch out and feel the, 
Croc's eyes looking at you. Oh, so, there's nothing like that. Seeing those two little orange things above the water and you're going, oh, oh they're not marbles. Especially if you're in a boat called the, the bush chook. Yeah. <laughs> the bush chook, yeah. Exactly right. That put a whole new uh, adrenaline rush into doing a waz off the side, that's for sure. But anyway, <laughs> so, we, so we go about three hours out to the reef. We go near the sand cave because obviously when the tide's low, we can basically be on it, you know, during day or night, that's fine. We can camp on it. So we're on fire. We've packed so much alcohol. We're on fire. We are responsibly, of course. Of course. Responsibly. Well, you know how responsible we were. The fish were on the chew and on the bite that hard that it was interrupting our drinking. Oh, that was oh. the problem. We were just on fire. Boom! We put the line in. We'd get oh. red emperor. Boom! We'd get. It. And then we realised we've got to drink more because we didn't bring another egg. So there's room to put in the, the esky to put the fish in. What huh? a dilemma. <laughs> it was a okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, I want to just quickly put this to Herb then. If that was the case, Herb, yeah. what would you do? Oh, a man who loves his beer and loves his fish, what comes first? I'd fill up as much as I could and then catch and release. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to get through the esky at a moderate pace, but when you've got to force them down that fast three hours out to Seabridge, I can see this is really going to hit a wall in a minute. <laughs> you can see where this is going, right? Yeah. So, now, the reason we were out there fishing is because that was the currency up in Cannes. I was super poor, and I had a lawyer to pay off. And I said to him, I'll and that's a whole other story why I had to pay a lawyer. But I said, look, I'll, I'll pay you in Red Emperor. He's like, great. Wow. So there was a whole reason <laughs> for this mission. This is, that's <laughs> incredible. I wish my lawyer, Hesh, H-E-S-S-I-O-N, he took, I wish he took Red Emperor. He just took cash. You wouldn't have had a lawyer spider because you can't catch fish. Mate, he would have liked the Demi's. Yeah, yeah, Demi's, yeah, good. But so my lawyer was like, great, you catch me Red Emperor. Like basically, you're off the hook if you get these on the hook. So we were frantically, frantically catching these fish. Anyway, so then we did really well. Rolled out the, um, rolled out the mattress, had a sleep, all fine on the sand cave. Wake up in the morning, and we're like, oh, okay, we got to go back. You were pretty hungover. We drank a lot because we needed the room and the esky. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, responsibly. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. So we're like, okay, okay. So where's the water? Where's the water? I'm so parched. I just, I have the worst hangover. I have the sun beating down on me. We're three hours out in the reef. Where's the water? I know oh, where this no is going. No water. I know where this is going. I've done this we, before, if I think. But yeah, go on. <laughs> let's hear it. I want to hear this. We forgot to pack water. We forgot the hydration. We forgot it. I was so... So cruel. Oh. I was so green. Did you ever think about drinking esky water? I've done it. Well, yes. What so do you mean? But it would have been fish doing. guts. Yeah. That's right. So it was fish gut esky water. And, of course, and that made me just hurl over the side. I remember and my old man once, Bridge. We, <laughs> yeah. went, we went full driving in the, in the, um, in the winter, but to the highlands yeah. of Victoria. Yep. There's nothing out there. And all we took was sausages and beer. And when, <laughs> right? But when you get to the top of the mountain, you want to cook your sausages. Unfortunately, the sausages over the, over the journey had gone out of the glad wrap and into the uh, esky water. Esky water. Oh. Yeah, but not only that, not only that, a lot of the esky water had gone, but by the end of it, we took stubbies and the beer leaped out. 
your oh. mankong leaked oh. into the water. Oh. My man goes, I'm not wasting any of that. No, no he drank a lot. Into it. Oh, I've done it before too. Woken up on a boat that dry and hungover. I'm dipping the glass into the esky water with fish floating around yes. at the bottom, just drinking up the water. It is yes. horrible, but it gets you it through. Is- Oh, look, it gets you through if you could keep the water down. So, no, I couldn't. So, I'm hurling over the side of the boat. So, then there's more fish. And my boyfriend's like, put your hand reel back in. I'm like, I can't get me home. The water was so a super rough day. Now, when the water was rough and the bush took, you had to hang on to a rope at the front. Because, of course, it's, it's a flat bottom one. So, oh. it's not piercing any waves here. Oh, it's so, a you, had to hold on, you had to hold on to a rope. And then your knees so they wouldn't snap oh. to get home. So as we're finally going home, and I can't even swallow, I'm that parched, I'm throwing up, I'm so crook. Then we see the Quicksilver boat that goes out to the reef with all the two rows. Oh, yeah. So my boyfriend's like, okay, we'll get on the back of that and ride the wake of that because it's, you know, obviously nice. the water's a lot better and yeah, flatter. breaks up the So the here chop. we are, here we are with every... Chinese tourists, and I'll tell you right now, there are photos of me back in China hurling off the side of the bush chook into the water. Everyone's taking photos of me and videos of me hurling (laughs) while they're they're filming me while we're riding the wake of the bush chook vomiting. If anyone has them pictures in China, can you please get them to the the Angler's Facebook page? I would pay to see that. That's hilarious. Uh, Bridge, thank you very much. Yeah, terrific story, mate. Oh, pleasure. Just give me PTSD, but look, it was worth it for the laugh, right? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Now your next job's to get some crayfish so we can talk to you about fishing on Flinders Island. Absolutely. Well, this is the deal. I'm learning, Herb, to make crayfish pots out of tea trees. They're biodegradable when you lose them. So that's my next venture, mate. Yeah, but hang on, hang on. If they're biodegradable, doesn't it defeat the purpose when a crayfish gets in? So don't worry, hang around here. It's going to be gone in about another hour. <laughs> Got to be quick, mate. Keep going, buddy. You'll have to put a label on the side. Only good for a thirty-minute soak. <laughs> uh, well, we'll get you over in the next couple of weeks to uh, talk about fishing on Flinders. All right, done deal, guys. Great on your bridge. She's an absolute gem. And like Bridge, if you want to share story of the week, please hit us up at all our social media. We'll love to hear from you. Outside of that, Herbert, what's those final words? Stay safe on the water. Over. <laughs> <laughs>